You're listening to an Englishman in the Balkans. Welcome to an Englishman in the Balkans podcast with me, David Pecinovic Bailey. In this podcast, you'll get a unique look at life in Bosnia and Herzegovina through my eyes, the eyes of an immigrant. Each episode, I share my experiences living in this often misunderstood country and introduce you to some of the interesting people I've met along the way. From exploring the rich culture and history to discussing the challenges and joys of immigrating to a new country, this podcast offers a thoughtful and engaging look at life in the Western Balkans. You're listening to the Living in Bosnia and Herzegovina podcast. It's been a long time since we've um, done one of these, one of these podcasty things. So today it's um, it is the fifth of October, twenty twenty one. It's supposed to be chilly, but outside it's going to be. We've still got a few more hours left of sunshine, but it's going to go to about twenty seven or twenty eight. So the door is open. The dogs are running around. There's a I'm lot. here too. Yeah, you are as well. And um, Tamara. Is that what your name is? <laughs> yes. Okay, and Tam and I are just going to give you a little bit of an update of what's been happening because some people said you don't do podcasts anymore. Um, and there are some coming. I'm going to be talking to Martin Gannon, who's actually um, um, a supporter of our newsletter. Uh, and wherever you hear this, if you aren't part of the newsletter team... Um, you'll see how to do it um, in the description or what do they call it? The show notes. The um, show notes on uh, YouTube videos or on Instagram. As and, well. and Spotify and wherever else that you get this. So we will be doing more of those. It just depends on how we get out and about. And of course, with COVID, one minute you can travel, the next minute you can't. And then we've had, you know, weather up and down. So it's a case of let's see how it goes. So what's been happening recently? Well, well the highlight of the recent time is uh, our trip to Neom, isn't it? Yeah, we went to Neom, which is... My first time ever. On the Bosnian seacoast. Yes, the, sh- the second shortest seacoast. In the world. In the world. Did you know that? I didn't before we did the research for it, but I was quite surprised when you said um, in the past when Neom came up that there was this place on the coast. You were always pretty... Eh, what do you want to go there for? It's going to be awful. But, yes, uh, but was I ever wrong? And uh, Naomi is so beautiful and I will definitely go back there again. Uh, it's lovely. It's just, I, it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I just thought I was in Croatia actually on the coast. Yeah, it, it's, it looks similar as Croatia. But it's not as expensive. You have the long, the long, like a coastline, like the whole beach you can walk. There's no cars there. Only on the small spots, delivery cars, cars, and maybe the cars of the owners of the bars. But you can walk so much. So it's perfect for people who like walking a lot. And then it's perfect for young people. Neom is perfect for young people who but we're like not young. to party. We're, we're not young though, are we? I know, but we can, we can uh, still enjoy, you know, the things that we do at the Seacoast anyways. But if you are a young person and if you're living in Bosnia, I'm telling you, you should go to Neom. 
because they have coffee bars with great music, like they have pubs, bars, lots of young people. It's wonderful. I think if you want to swim, rest and have a crazy party night, go to them. That's my opinion, personal. Yeah, but you also said, David, it's like COVID central here. I mean, it was absolutely packed and there weren't many people wearing masks. Let's be honest. Yes, it was absolutely packed. And uh, <clears throat> at the beach, you know, when you go to, 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 to swim, you have to pass all these people. David doesn't swim, but I do. So I went uh, and I passed all these people. So when we came back, I got this cold and I was sure that I got COVID. So we went and, have a te- and had a test and it was not COVID. It was just like a head cold, which was... Uh, very good we needed to know if i got covid and i am vaccinated in that time i only got one dose of pfizer vaccine so yeah that was a kind of covid centric place we'll we'll do this the wrong way around one negative thing for you about being on the shortest second shortest coastline in the world uh it was a bit windy for my taste because i hate wind it was a bit windy but everything else was perfect and the highlight the highlights are the stairs. <laughs> what else? <laughs> what do you think? Oh, no, I come on. The positive You have thing. to climb 250 stairs to get to our hotel. So that was the highlight. Yeah, it's the first time we've actually done a hotel. Yeah, first time we've done it. We went to Agencia Vukovic from Kozaska Dubica. This is not, by the way, a sponsored podcast by them, but they're just brilliant. I really enjoyed myself, enjoyed my time. And uh, yeah, it was the whole package with the, uh, with the hotel stay. Uh, half a pension and uh, the, the the bus ticket. How do you say the yeah, traveling? The, the traveling, yeah. Traveling and uh, accommodation, because otherwise, if you go there, you know, it's it's very expensive to find accommodation. If you check on booking, some of the places are like hugely expensive. But this was a quite good price for us. I enjoyed. My highlight was um, we took a boat trip um, out into the. Uh, it's like a bay, really, but it is the Adriatic Sea. Um, and it was only going to be for an hour. You know, you go and look around, it goes up and down the coast and you, you get to see things like that. Um, but they stopped and, and the people, I think it's called Broad Ivana, I think. Yes, yeah. they are. Uh, the ship named Ivana. And they have a floating platform um, right on the other side of the water opposite um, Naom. Uh, and you can stop stop there, you know, make yourself comfy maybe. Um, have a coffee or whatever and then they leave but we could stay and yeah we stayed goodness me I don't know how many hours it was just pure bliss it's very private it's very quiet the music they were playing on there was pretty nice as well and the food was good as well we said if we go back we'll go back to that platform definitely yeah. And you cannot miss it. There's only one Botiwana, and uh, it's pretty easy to find the location where they pick up passengers. Yeah. We were talking about COVID central. At that time, had, had you had your first vaccine, vaccine, vaccine shot before you went to Naom? I think you I did. Don't, I, don't rem- I did, yes, but I don't remember the exact date. But I know that uh, we went to Naom and I was going to be late for my second dose. And they, they called me, so I was late. But uh, it doesn't matter because you can get... You are not allowed to get certain, uh, second dose before 21 days has passed. But everything from 21 to 40 days, it's fine. So I got it within that frame. So We've both been vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. Um, in Bosnia-Herzegovina, I mean, it's not, let, let's be honest, it's not the most wealthiest country in the world. It does depend a lot on charity, whatever way you want to describe it. But um, looking at how other countries have been going through chaos, there has been chaos here. But I think 
in the main, it's not been as bad as what we see on the on the media from other countries. For example, like Austria is like uber paranoid. Yes, there are people getting sick here now, as there's another wave of another variant going going through at the moment. But all in all, it's it's not been all that difficult for us. Mind you, we do live in the countryside, right? We do, but uh, yeah, we keep away from people. We try to, if we go in restaurants, we try to go outside in the summer. In the winter, we don't go out as much and try to just keep away from people. That's it. And wear masks everywhere we go. Not outside, though, but I hate masks, but I think they help you to not to get infected. And if you are infected, it helps so you don't give it to another people. I think there is a little protection there that it helps. It helps really. And concerning my vaccination, actually, I think it was a nightmare because first uh, I decided to get Sputnik V or Ruska vac- uh, Russian vaccine. But then when I was listening to the news, uh, European Union does not accept it. So I couldn't be able to travel anywhere as well, uh, apart from being uh, protected and for myself and protecting my family and everybody around me. So I wanted to be able to travel, you know, because we want to go and see David's sister. She lives in uh, Germany. And uh, then I decided, okay, I'm going to get Pfizer vaccine. And then they got this uh, date. I'm following the websites where they have all the current information about COVID and the vaccines. So they had this date that they have a Pfizer without further, uh, without previous uh, registration. So you can get a Pfizer. So I went the first day. We waited how long? Oof. Three uh, hours. Yeah, and we never got anywhere. We, got, uh, we, we got, never got anywhere no. because we they didn't just, have enough vaccines. Yeah. And then we went the second day, and then we went two hours or three hours before they yeah. started vaccination, and I got my first job there. So it was kind of crazy. And the reason why we waited for so long is that everyone wants to get Pfizer, especially young people, because of traveling, because Pfizer is accepted everywhere in the world, and all these other vaccines that we have are not. And plus, people here don't believe in AstraZeneca because they are so afraid of those blood clots. Uh, I mean, they, they don't want it. The young people, some people got it, but mostly they don't want it, even yeah, the they older tra- people. Yeah. And uh, recently, they uh, thrown out. I think they have to destroy 50,000 AstraZeneca vaccines, which expired. Which is a shame, but yeah. that's the way it and is. And as, as we're recording this, Bosnia is back on the red list as far as the EU is concerned. So, well, I don't know. We'll have to look at the details. So, I got Pfizer. David got AstraZeneca. My dad got AstraZeneca as well. And my mother got Sinopharm. Yeah, it's funny that. I was waiting for so your mother. So, we had a multi-culti vaccine family. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've, we've done all right. So, we're, we're vaccinated now. And, well, we're going to try and travel um, if we can. Now, if you follow us... Um, you know that we do the occasional video. We haven't been doing as many as we used to do years ago, I think, basically, because, you know, it takes a lot of effort. And with COVID and everything, things have changed a bit. But we put up a video recently um, about cooking meat in a jar, and it's a completely new format for us. Uh, it's not original to us, though, is it, really? No. No, it's not. But it's uh, we got inspired by this channel on YouTube. In fact, uh, more than yeah, it's three channels. M- more, more than yes. And we really love the style. And the thing is that we live in a similar sort of place, like they are. Maybe not as much isolated as they are, but you know, we live in a village. They live in a village. So we thought, why don't we show sh- show through the lens like a little bits and pieces, like little details, because it's really relaxing. <laughs> I just love watching their videos. 
it's so relaxing and they just uh, they don't have any music they just have like a natural sounds and they film their pets they film i don't know they, they film they live how they cook what they do and things like that it's really really interesting I, f I find it interesting as well we we did the first one but we've got one comment which said can you describe something uh, a little bit about what's going on um and so the only change that we're going to make is to put some not subtitles but just like the title so if, if there's a cooking video and they're using like um, some sort of peppercorns or something. We'll just put peppercorns. Yeah, we'll or, just or salt. put the titles. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we, we <laughs> of all the unlikely countries in the world to get inspired from, and I don't mean this in a negative way in any way at all. We were very surprised to see Azerbaijan. Yes. And I love it. I love it. It's, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, in actual fact, we've watched so many of them now. We actually. Yes. Um, but my favorite is the first one that we watched. The one, what's it called? Con the Country Life Vlog. With... Country Life Vlog, and I, I'm also in love with Valdunas Cooking. Yeah. That is a brilliant channel. And the more we've researched, they're, they're everywhere now. Apparently, one of these sort of like roaring as it is cooking video channels are from, it's from Serbia. I didn't know that. Mm, yeah, and then you can learn so much about them, and you can see so many things. And I think these uh, videos that show how people live in uh, isolated areas and villages in different parts of the world actually puts the National Geographic <laughs> out of business. Yeah, you it? said that. You said that they last will. night, didn't you? You said. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like National Geographic is nothing like this. It's like this is like. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not, unique. It's... This, this is like you know, it's it's really good. Yeah, there's no music. There's no nothing. Nothing board, fancy. No, no uh, good shots though, like a good oh, quality yeah. video. That that's about it. But nothing fancy. No fancy transitions or anything like that. Just a simple video of them doing the cooking or um, I don't know, doing something in the garden or visiting the shepherd up the hill. Yeah, yeah. So so it's it yeah talking about cooking and recipes. Um, on your Instagram channel or account, you've been publishing um, more and more recipes. Uh, we've put them on the blog now. And um, on the newsletter, there's a new part. It's called Tamara's Tasty Treats. And the last one that uh, went up today was something to do with oat milk. Now, for somebody that used to say, I will never be a vegan. No, I'm or, not. Or anything like I'm that. I'm not. Well, I love, my, you, you, you I are, love my animal protein. I know, but you're not lactose intolerant either no so what's the history what's the story what's the the background to your um because i love this by the way your non-slimy tasty oat milk yeah the background is that uh, i went to see the doctor and i have a, a triglyceride a slightly up than i should have and i have a little bit of plaque on my one of my arteries like 25 percent and I cannot eat any dairy products apart from uh, free fat or very low fat. So I decided to replace uh, the milk, you know, with the normal natural fat, not, not, the, not the fat from the dairy products because I can't have them for now. And then that's why I decided to use more of a plant milks for my smoothies in the morning i do still like my normal milk in a coffee i don't know why it just tastes so much better but uh <clears throat> yeah that 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 was the reason and i also you know the list of the food that i got that i can eat 
and can't eat. Uh, it's just like mainly vegetables that I'm allowed to eat. So I'm in a search for vegan recipes for dinners and lunches and like that. So, but without too much fat, you know, even the healthy fats, I can have too much, like a teaspoon per meal or, you know, like. Yeah, I've, I've got a bit of a, um, a digestive issue, medical digestive issue now um, as well. But the thing is, you know, when you go out in this country and you open the menu, I mean, it is. It's just meat, whichever way you look at it. There's and nothing bad about eating the meat, but it's just I can't have as much as I used to have. And uh, <clears throat> I, I think the, you, you know, this uh, triglyceride and everything is just like since David broke his leg, I just gave up on healthy eating. I was just so tired running to the doctors and everything that was happening. Yeah, and looking then after me. You did a good job, by the way. Looking after David, but Sister it was Tamara. so hard. N not hard to look. I want to look after him, but so hard with COVID. And then you have to wait in line. You have to do this. You have to go through triage, which is like they have to check your temperature. And like sometimes we do it even five times a week, you know, and then you have to find search for doctors and they're always on call for COVID. So, and then I just gave up on cooking and everything and we mainly ate bad food, <laughs> fatty food. Yeah. In well, restaurants, finished food, it's like awful. And that's what it happens. But now I'm changing completely my diet. I'm going back to my healthy eating. Yeah, I think, I think that's the way to go. I'm sure that we'll, be a, we'll have the occasional meal out though, now and again. Yes, yes, um, yeah. Why not? We should. Talking about going out, we went out to Kradishka yesterday. Went to a, this is not sponsored either, went to a super restaurant, it's called Carp DM, right on the banks of the River Sava, which is the river that forms the natural border between Croatia and um, Bosnia-Herzegovina. And it was quite, I mean, it's, it's a single track bridge at the moment. Well, it has been there for the last 30, 40, 50 years. So when there's a huge amount of traffic, there's, the cars just do not, and trucks do not go anywhere. But hopefully... Um, in the next year, we'll have this big uh, motorway crossing point opened. But what, what, what I wanted to say was, I love lamb, and that lamb that I had yesterday was great, but I paid for it in discomfort when I got back. And you had, you had chicken, didn't you? I had chicken, did yeah. You, did you, have, have, did you chicken. have any problems with, with eating? No, but I think the sauce was a little bit um, <clears throat> not agreeing with my stomach things. But it was very good, very tasty, great. I really liked it, and I like that place. We'll definitely go back there again. Well, we're trying to get out and about. Um, yesterday we had a bit of a failure, to be honest with you. We want to, and we will be, uh, introducing you um, through the blog, the newsletter, and um, our video channels. Um, a place which makes um, Trappisty cheese and also brews Trappisty beer. Now, there's always been a Trappist monastery in Banja Luka. Um, and when I got here, and everybody was telling me that they make cheese in the monastery, and you could never get to see it being made or anything like that. There was always an excuse. But apparently, the reality behind it all was it was never made there in modern times. It's been <laughs> no. made, it's on our doorstep, actually. It's in the village uh, near our, us. Yeah, Alexandrovac, Alexandrovac, which used yes. to be called Rudolstal. Yes, it used to be owned by Germans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were lots of German villages where, around where we live. There's an Italian village, isn't there, just north of, just sorry, the other side. 
of Lactashi. We wanted to go there yesterday to do some filming and to find out more, but sadly there had been um, uh, there was a funeral. Funeral, yeah. Yeah, and so um, <coughs> we couldn't get there, but we will be going back there. But we went to Gradishka, which was good. You'll also see that we went to a small border town called Kozarska Dubitsa, uh, and we had fun walking up and down um, the old. Yeah, you can say it's, it's still the Austro-Hungarian main street of the town. Yeah, yeah. There's some preserved buildings as well. Yeah. And you used to go there when you were working? Yes, I used to go there all the time. Twice or three times a week. Do you yeah. know how that was over 20 years ago? Do you remember? No, it was not. It was in 2005. All Jesus. Right. That's 16. That's 16, 16 years. Okay. <laughs> 16 years. Had it yeah. changed a lot? Because you... you you said, well, I'll know it. And when we got there, you <coughs> at some points... You the only thing I noticed is that all the shops closed. Most of the shops closed, not all of the shops. Most of the shops that used to be open there are closed now. Uh, there's some new coffee bars, definitely. But the streets did not uh, change much, no. That street, the nice, the nice uh, old-style Austro-Hungarian street. We have the door open here, so you might hear the dogs coming in and out and flies and tractors because they're doing harvesting. And also, there might be the sound of a, a, ma a big airliner um, coming in. Now, when we, when we came here together all those years ago, we never, ever heard airliners at all. And you look, it does have its own airport. But now we're getting um, low-cost carriers arriving, um, and I think it's done a lot for the area, hasn't it? You can you can get here from most places yes, in Europe. Yes, uh, this year you know, like uh, two years before when the COVID started, nothing happened. But now this year, uh, we got so many people. Uh, they say that through Banyaluka, only in one month there was a seventy thousand passengers pass through Banyaluka. Seventy thousand. That's a lot. It's a small that airport. A I mean, for the small airport and for a small city like Benaluka, that's yeah. a lot. Well, it's a tiny airport, really. That's a lot it? of tourists, yeah. But I mean, the flights come in now. We're hoping that they'll start to Berlin in November, which isn't too far away. At the moment, though, lots of destinations in Scandinavia, uh, in Austria, in France, in Switzerland. There is still. A you also need to understand that in the recent history, lots of people fled from here during to the war. Uh, lots of people fled and they now live in Scandinavia. So we have a huge diaspora of people who are coming back here every year. You know, they come for the summer vacation and that stopped because of the COVID. But now they're coming back as well. So most of these people are also people who are originally from here, but they left because of the war and they live now in uh, Scandinavian countries. But the tourism is also coming up. We've met some people. Yeah, tourism is in. coming up as well. And it's nice because everybody, that's wrong, most people end up in Sarajevo or Mostar. So yes. if you were to go to the internet now to find holiday destinations, it'll be Sarajevo or Mostar. Which, which is, is a shame. Which is. Because I think this area has lots to offer and you can see lots of things in here. I don't know why people don't come here. Like it's there's so much to see and so many things to do and it's a beautiful area here. So if you follow us we'll try and <laughs> tell you Phoebe's run out the door. And also on my Instagram I try to promote this area, like Kraina and northern Bosnia, uh, you know, for the tourists to come and see, you know, to to experience this area. Because it's so beautiful and people are very nice here, very hospitable. They are. But we're going to be showing you more about that. You're talking and about... And then if you come here, we will also take you to Banja Luka Gondola. Yes. Did you know that we have that? We have a punt 
And, and that's it's, a it's, very, that, very unique. It's, it's, it's a unique area. punt that goes on the, because it's uh, when the river flows through Banyaluka, it has a very, very low draft, which means it's it's not all that deep at places. Um, and it's it used to be for carrying merchandise up and down the river in the times of the Ottomans, who were here for many, many hundreds of years. And the boats that they are using are called dayaks. Dayaks. In fact, no, the boat isn't called a dayak. It's the big pole. That's yeah, called but the a dayak. whole thing is yeah, called, it's dayak. called dayak. So you know, we can show you all that. So if you want to come um, and visit, um, just get in touch. But to finish off today's podcast, and if you like what you're hearing, please um, give us a comment. Would you like us to talk about anything that particularly interests you? We'd like to know about that. Is people coming back, and they're not only the people that left um, during the conflict. There's more and more people that are getting in contact with us. Um, that are going to return for good. Uh, we know uh, our friend Mickey. She's from uh, Australia. Uh, she's got a house, what, about 40 minutes drive away from us? Yeah, near Serbats, yes. Near Serbats. Uh, she's far away from She's them. coming yeah. back. Um, we know of a couple that are coming back to the village of, I'm going to, don't laugh, Shushnari. Shushnari. Did I say that all right? Shushnari. Shushnari, yeah. Uh, and recently as well, um, a great supporter of what we do, Lana, who at the moment is in Naples in Florida. Wow, that's <laughs> Naples and Florida all in one phrase. Mm, that's um, that's, that's got to be good. Please. But she's originally, she's a Banyalu Chanka as well. Yes. Uh, and these people are coming, coming back, um, mm. which surprised me because obviously all is not gold and platinum um, in countries other than their home country. So Bosnia-Herzegovina must have something attracting them. I'm, I'm sure they're not coming back just because of family. No, yeah. It's beautiful here. That's why. Yeah. As now, we have a little political chaos here, but uh, it's... Now, you've always had political chaos here. No, but this is like, this is the, the how do you say, the top, mm -hmm. the, 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 <laughs> the top of the chaos. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's nice to live here. It's, I don't know, I like it. I right. find it nice. I don't have any problems living here at all. Well, you, yeah, I like living here as well. Why? What is the main reason? Why do you like living here? Well, I like it because of um, I like the food. I like the countryside. The first season it, is it, the it, food. It, it is cheap. Why did you expect me to say you? Yeah, oh. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought that was. Um, yeah, of course, it's it's to do with you. Right, so that's it for this edition. We'll try and do this on a weekly basis. Um, we'll schedule it in. We use Notion. You introduced me to this app called Notion. So Notion is a great app. Yeah, so I'm trying to organize, organize yourself, my life. But don't get too much uh, into it because then you're going to spend most of the time organizing your life and not actually doing Doing things. anything, absolutely. Um, what's the plan next for the next couple of days? We do have bad weather forecast tomorrow. Yeah, apparently the bad forecast is from Wednesday to Wednesday, rain, they say, but I don't know if it's going to last that long. But, uh, no plan, <laughs> being lazy, I guess. <laughs> and, we, and we can do this on the newsletter. If you want to come, we have, an, we have a holiday apartment. You'll find all the um, details um, in the show notes there. Right then, um, let's get this edited and best get this published. And, um, yeah. Wherever you are, stay safe. These still are challenging times. And uh, we'll catch you wherever you are on the podcast platform or podcatcher of your choice in the near future. Goodbye. Bye.
So that's it for this episode. Our podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. And if you like this podcast, then please do leave us a review or send us an email. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you would like to support us and the production of future episodes, then please consider maybe giving us a tip or becoming a member of our podcast family. The link to do that is in the show notes for this podcast. Thanks again for listening. We really do appreciate it. To find out more about us and where we live, why not check out our blog at anenglishmaninthebalkans.com.